Hi, um, so today I kind of want to discuss the DNC, which happened, um, just last week, and wow, I mean, it was a lot, and it was surprisingly impressive considering, um, you know, the virtual platform, and of course there were some gaffes, but like, I honestly was really genuinely impressed, and I watched some of the speeches. It was just so inspiring to see everyone come together like that. I know a lot of people were very critical of um, the fact that Democrats gave time to people like John Kasich, um, who is the Ohio governor, or is the former Ohio governor, and very Republican, but also a big part of the Lincoln Project, which is, of course, you know, the Republicans against Trump, um, which I also have a lot of thoughts about. And on the other side, they gave time to people like Bernie and um, even a little bit to AOC. So overall, very, very great convention. I really liked it. Um, I just, I think right now we're in sort of a weird moment where things are really crazy and there's a lot going on and there's a lot of division there really is there's a lot of division i don't think we agree on anything we don't even agree on wearing masks which is ridiculous um but you know just seeing that um despite you know everyone's differences Bernie and John Kasich were able to, you know, come together and stand for something bigger. And, um, you know, a lot of people are arguing online that things like the Lincoln Project are really not as sincere as they appear to be because, um, you know, they still have the same values. They're still fighting for not racial justice or equality. They're just fighting against Trump because they know that it's pretty likely that he loses, and when he does lose, there's going to be um, a void in the party that's going to be need that that needs to be filled because he's really dramatically restructured it. And um, during his presidency, the Republican Party has moved far right, um, much further right than it was prior to um, Trump and clearly that's not where the country is going because um i saw a poll recently that um well the party membership has been declining for years but it's only about 32 percent of americans currently are registered to uh as republicans which is kind of crazy um and it makes sense because i saw another poll that said Uh, 57% of Republicans believe that the deaths that have happened because of COVID are acceptable, which is crazy. It's ridiculous to think that um, it's all right that a thousand people are dying a day. It's acceptable. Like, that was just really eye-opening, you know, and also not entirely surprising considering that... um, there's a huge lack of empathy in that party. I don't think that people really 
think about anything else besides themselves and of course that's an overgeneralization like um and nobody wants to be called selfish in that way but when you see numbers like that it really does say something you know the fact the fact that people believe that it's okay for that many people to oh my God, I've said that like 10,000 times anyway the the fact that people think it's okay for that many people to die and for what for what and yeah I don't know that was really frustrating to see um it it really made me mad anyways um there I just think in this moment with you know the reckoning of racial injustice that we're having and of course COVID and everything it's so important that we act unitedly as a country and ugh, it just you'd think that we'd be able to put our divisions aside for this kind of thing I mean how often do you have to deal with a global pandemic and a whole racial injustice um movement I just it, it's really appalling honestly that people think the the way that some people think it's just it's really upsetting and ignorant the fact that anyone would believe it's okay for this many deaths to happen um that it's acceptable that president trump has done a good job like ugh, oh my god anyways um as far as i can tell biden is predicted to win um i hope so oh my gosh i hope so but then also um i kind of discussed this on the last podcast where i've seen so many people saying things like oh don't vote and if you're voting it's like not really part of the movement and you're not being radical enough this and that and it's so annoying um I discussed this a lot in my last podcast, so I don't want to go super into it, but just some of the stuff that I'm seeing online literally makes me want to pull my hair out. The idea that people are like, oh, you shouldn't vote because it's not radical enough, or, you know, just the toxicity that I see on the left is, um, you come out with even the slightest, um, belief in people are ready to cancel you and spread your email address and phone number on the internet and, like, come to your house and stuff. I mean, this has not happened to me at all, um, and it's one of the reasons why I'm very careful online besides, of course, this podcast, but, um, it's really scary. It's really, really scary, um, and I... Ooh, <laughs> you know, I really don't know how I feel about that, but um, it's hard because on one hand, you're like holding people accountable, but on the second hand, you're ruining their whole life for saying something that usually isn't even that bad. And where I've seen this a lot is uh, recently people have been talking a lot about how um, some Islamic countries are... Um, they, they persecute the LGBTQ community, um, and I've been seeing a lot of people saying that this is, like, Islamophobic and all of this stuff, um, and 
many people that I know um, have gotten canceled over this kind of stuff, and it's it's hard. It it really is hard. Um, and I think part of that is just most of the people on the left are coming from a place of privilege and sometimes that can make your beliefs sort of naive and ignorant um which is quite frustrating because i think again i need to stop talking about this because we went i I went so far into it in the last podcast but just vote like for god's sakes like it's just you can think that it's part of the movement, not part of the movement. Like, I don't care. You can think that you're being not radical enough. Like, it's whatever. But we need someone like Biden in office. Like, the fact this change happens in incremental steps, it doesn't just happen right away. And if you think that, um, you know, we can have a whole French Revolution moment here, then you are just a different level of naive. Um... And that's not to say that they're... Well, anyways. Anyways, please vote. But um, I also think that... Um, this is another thing that I haven't really talked about. Biden choosing Kamala Harris. Um, I've heard different sort of things on this. Again, um, a lot of my very leftist friends... I've been like, oh, it's not something that you can really celebrate. And, of course, they go into her record as district attorney. And some of the things she did were questionable, at the least. And she isn't very progressive. Like, she's no Elizabeth Warren AOC. Um, But I do think that she is... A remarkable lawyer and senator and she's done a lot of really good things um even though she as as district attorney she did um keep a lot of people in jail and when asked about it she said that it would deplete the um work force or whatever which is just it's crazy um people who are working for their prison sentences are getting not even livable wages like it's really it's it's a it's a really corrupt system and it's especially oppressive to anyone who is in the low income community so um I definitely had issues with that too however I think that she you know again the vice president doesn't really do anything. They mostly just attend, like, state dinners. Um, but more than that, it's just the symbolism of it, right? Like, the symbolism of having an African-American, Indian-American woman as vice president, that is remarkable. That, I mean, we haven't even had a woman vice president. We haven't had a woman president. And, um, Even countries like India, who I would argue are way more misogynistic, have had a woman, like, well, prime minister, but still, like, it's really, it's really, really crazy that we haven't done that yet. Um, And it makes sense because, you know, America is very conservative, um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's the symbolism of it. And I kind of think the same thing about the Obama administration. I know people really put that up on a pedestal, but at the end of the day, a lot of the policies that he implemented have been undone by Trump. Like, 
um, that's, that's his favorite thing to do is just undo stuff and then not replace it. Um, so we're in kind of a mess right now, um, especially with climate policies, but, and, and of course Obama made mistakes, especially in the Middle East. Like if, uh, you ask someone in the Middle East, if Obama was a good president, they will be like, uh, no, like he bombed the crap out of us. Um, but anyways, I think, um, just the symbolism of his presidency is really significant, especially for me growing up, like, just having that normalized, like, having a black man in power be so normal was really significant, I think, um, and, and having a role model like Michelle Obama was also really significant, um, because she would always, like, show up on, you know, like, Disney Channel and stuff like that, um, and it was just so, like, I didn't even think twice about it, like, an educated, uh, black woman, like, she's what I thought of when I thought of, like, black people, if that makes any sense, and I feel like a lot of people have different sort of stereotypes and archetypes of what, um, you know, and, and most of them are not very positive, unfortunately, which is really wrong, and I guess on some level, like, even having any stereotypes of people is wrong, but that's kind of how the human brain works, you know, like, you sort things into boxes, like, this is my, um, giraffe box, like, this is what I picture giraffes to be like, and this is, like, my whale box, like, this is what I think of whales, like, that's what, I mean, at least that's how I kind of that's how it works in my brain. I feel like that's how it works in most people's brains. Um, because unfortunately you're never really going to get rid of stereotypes and all that stuff, unfortunately. Um, and yeah, I guess just having like that so normalized versus the, you know, narrative that's normally spread. Because even Trump, um, called black people lazy, and he said things like, I don't want black people handling my money, and he called Mexicans rapists, like, all of this, um, you know, negative, super, super negative stereotypes of these, which are not entirely true. Well, sorry, they're not true at all. Um, he is an idiot. Um, sometimes stereotypes can be accurate, like, the stereotype that Asian Americans are more likely to go into fields like engineering and STEM, super accurate, like, if you look at just the raw data and numbers, like, so many more Asian Americans are going into that versus, like, law and humanities, you know, but, um, yeah, anyways, I, I need to get back to the point, <laughs> um, I just think, Biden would do a much better job than Trump, and I guess this is probably just part of me really being optimistic about what he, um, has to offer, and also, um, I don't know, I've definitely been influenced by the sort of narrative that they're pushing in the campaign, but I genuinely think that, like, he is a good person, if that makes any sense. Like, I obviously don't know anything about Biden besides the personality that he chooses to present out to the public, but, like, he just gives me, like, good guy, like, good grandpa, sometimes 
he says sort of odd things, but you still really love him because he is genuinely like a sweet, kind person, if that makes any sense. Like, he actually reminds me a lot of my grandpa, um, which I don't know if I'd want my grandpa to be president because some of the views that he has I do not agree with. But, um, especially, I think. I was very iffy about Biden. Like, of course, I was going to vote for Biden, but I was, like, really dreading it. But now I'm a little bit more excited about it, mostly because of his climate policies. But other than that, he is very much, um, you know, I actually, I forget who, um, said this, but I was watching, like, an interview, and a lady was kind of talking about the choice between Biden and Trump, because, of course, that comparison is being made a lot, um, which is understandable, but, again, I think it's literally a no-brainer, um, but she was basically saying, you know, under Trump, he doesn't even choose to acknowledge that there's racial disparities he doesn't um you know he says things like black the blue and all lives matter um he simply has no understanding of the issues that go through minority communities like he's very simply and plainly he's uneducated and stupid um which makes him incompetent and dangerous i genuinely don't think that he understands the scope of what is going on in this country and I guess it makes sense because he's coming from a privileged billionaire um, perspective and I'm sure he's gone through hardships in his life like six of his companies literally went bankrupt like he has not had a super successful run as a businessman honestly but um, he also probably like He's had probably no interaction with some of these low-income minority communities. Like, he has no perspective of what goes on there. And I guess I don't either. Like, I can't really speak on this because I'm also coming from a super sheltered perspective. But, um, I feel like Trump doesn't even take the effort or initiative to understand. And he definitely doesn't have the mental capacity to understand um, or be empathetic on these issues, which is why I think he's made, which is why he's been such a terrible president, because he genuinely doesn't get it, you know, um, and he doesn't care to get it, because it doesn't matter to him for whatever reason, um, but I guess also, um, I'm not gonna deny that I have not been influenced by, um, you know, the campaigns, because, of course, I don't know them personally, like, I'm literally just going off, um, what I have seen, um, and what I have experienced with, like, hearing them speak and, um, you know, watching their interviews and such, but, um, you know, I'm discussing their character and personality traits, and obviously I don't really know actually about their character and personality traits, um, but I think that I have sort of a general understanding, and <laughs> that's just, of course, my personal opinion, um, which I don't think a lot of people would really disagree with the fact that Trump is, like, arrogant and such, because he, 
he behaves that way um and yeah i just i would really like to see joe biden as president um i think he'd do a good job but i also think that he'd be more of a transitional figure like he wouldn't really make super substantial changes um nevertheless his presidency would be super symbolic um and i hope he would surround himself with people like aoc and bernie sanders um and some of these really popular more progressive figures like even susan rice and candace owens um you know like people of color um women perspectives that are historically underrepresented um i think that would be really really astonishing and i could definitely see biden doing something like that um and and trump of course would never he his cabinet is pretty much all white and male (laughs) you know and everyone around him is white and male he doesn't really get a lot of different perspectives um so yeah i I, I'm hopeful that Trump loses, but I also know it's really hard to, um, you know, be super confident in that because at the end of the day, it's all so subjective. Like, anything can happen, um, and you, you really never actually know what is going to happen because, um, you know like like you never know especially with elections and everything that's going on with the um postal service it's really scary because yes they've said that they're not making any more cuts but they've still taken down so 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 many um ballot drop boxes and stuff recently and it it makes oh my gosh i don't I've discussed this with people and they're like yeah like that doesn't really sound like so important though and um you know it's it's remarkably important especially since you know clearly republicans um don't give a crap about human life since it's acceptable like you know um almost 200,000 people dead is acceptable um it's a good job so I highly doubt that they will have a problem going to um voting place uh going to the polls and you know or sorry oh my gosh <laughs> going to vote and like going in person to vote um and especially since Trump has talked a lot about um how mail in ballots have um a lot of fraud which of course there's no um evidence to support and they're literally the same as absentee ballots which he uses to vote so kind of odd but um he has repeatedly talked about that and it's really annoying but anyways misinformation is another thing that really just irks me about trump it's like he will use whatever he can to spread the narrative that he wants and he um you know republicans always say like facts don't care about your feelings but then they literally refuse to use facts um and their president just doesn't understand simple basic facts and is notorious for manipulating statistics 
but anyways, um, it is just such blatant voter suppression to me that it's not even, like, funny at that point, you know, um, and we see what happened in Georgia where, like, they took, um, vital uh voting locations away from especially minority neighborhoods and um people had to wait in like three and four hour lines and of course no one can afford to do that so many people are either barely surviving um off of the government stimulus checks or um you know working lower paying jobs um and it's really even hard to work a job right now because no one is hiring so if you get rid of mail-in ballots then what are people supposed to do because i don't know anyone right now who can afford to go and spend five hours to go vote and i guess i am really 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 lucky because i live in washington and we are one of the very few states that has universal mail-in voting, but even still, we've had um, a lot of post offices close recently, um, and a lot of ballot drop boxes have closed, which is, um, it's really unfortunate and also very scary, um, because it's honestly a pretty easy way to rig the election, um, and he is, I mean, what's most terrifying, though, is he said, many times that if he um does lose he might not accept defeat you know which is so scary like he literally lost the popular vote and he still refuses to accept it and his inauguration like no one showed up still refuses to accept it like he oh my god drives me insane like literally insane um and like maga is scary it's scary it's it's like a cult you know, it's a really, it's, it's terrifying. Um, it's terrifying that, first of all, people are willing to support a person like that, and it's also terrifying because, um, it's just, it's so culty. Like, I don't really think people understand what they are, um, you know, supporting, and also, it's the kind of thing that really draws you away from your friends and family, which is really notorious of a cult, actually, um, you know, being a part of something that takes you away from your community, and I've heard this from a couple Trump supporters, how they feel sort of ostracized for supporting Trump, because, you know, he's so notoriously unpopular, and although I believe that you shouldn't be judged for your beliefs to that extent, where people ostracize you i also think that um if you're gonna support somebody like trump i will have apprehensions before you know wanting to be friends with you or something like like it's just because at that point it's not really just a difference in values or a difference in opinions it's like we fundamentally clearly don't agree about um the value of human life and um and, and a bunch of other things if you think that supporting someone who locks kids in cages is just an opinion um the blatant disregard for human life b- despite being pro-life is something that's again really hard for me to um come to terms with so you know i can i can understand people's frustration though because if it was on the other side um 
you know and also it's really hard to change your opinion like once you think that you're right you are not going to magically change one day just because of like one small thing so it, it's hard um and i can understand that but also i can't understand supporting trump um i really i really really can not um understand that ideology at all so um yeah i think it's <laughs> it's it's hard and we live in a very 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 scary time right now um i am very scared to see what happens and i'm hoping president joe biden wins well <laughs> vice president joe biden wins um so please 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 go out there vote um send in your ballots early try to send them in as early as possible once you receive the ballot try to send it in within like one or two days um the postal service is going to be really really overwhelmed this year because so many people are voting by mail especially if you live in a big city turn in your ballots as early as possible um also try to vote in your local election if you can we need more representation in congress and especially the senate we need to win back the senate um which again i really hate seeing that because the two-party system is such bs and i hate that we have to like win back to get anything done and it's always in sort of this um chokehold where i really don't know any substantial legislation that has come through the senate in the last couple years because of um this constant back and forth and the filibuster and stuff which definitely will be another episode but um anyways ugh, mm, please vote you might be reinforcing the two-party system i really encourage you to actually look into the candidates and see if you like them don't just vote based on democrat or republican but if you have literally no time to do that then vote blue (laughs) Um, yeah uh please 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 vote at this point it's not even um democrat versus republican it's you know human lives versus white or it's human rights versus white rights like it's not even um just just try to educate yourself on the issues um form your own opinion about them try to not base it on party or what your parents believe or what people in your community believe um form your own beliefs and just vote 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 just for god's sakes vote you could be the most conservative person ever and you might want to vote in someone who's very islamophobic or whatever uh, I don't know why you would. That's terrible that you are an awful person, but I don't care. Just vote, please. <laughs> um, I don't care who you are. I don't care what you believe. Just voting is so important, and the 40% of Americans who don't vote need to vote. Um, 40% and sometimes more. It's ridiculous, but um, yeah, that's that's the message, and if you want to find out how to get more involved in organizations that help to mobilize people to vote, especially youth to vote, um, there will be something on my website, which is um, trivialpodcast.com.
www.wigsite.com um, and yeah so hopefully that helps as well um, especially to youth voters if you live in places like Wisconsin or Ohio or um, just notorious swing states it's your vote that matters the most um, because it's quite literally 50-50 with, you know, the normal voter block. But if you can vote, if you can get your friends to vote, it can really make such a big difference. Um, the swing states are the states where youth votes matter the most. And it's really important that um, you guys vote, especially in those states. So please feel free to reach out if you want to know more information on anything um and sorry to um these are just again my personal opinions personal beliefs so please do not take them as fact um but other than that thank you so much for listening and again vote vote please thank you <laughs>